Well, Jay, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling a little cooped up here. It's time. Uh, it's time for a move. I think get some uh, some space, some bigger yard, that kind of thing. What do you think? You are really gonna move, but like that's like that's a big deal. Like you can't do it that. It is a big deal. You're, you're scared to even leave your living room. <laughs> it's a. It seem what seems like a big deal moving isn't when you use the right people. You can use these sell your own home situations where you're you're bartering with a guy in your driveway for 45 minutes and you end up selling for $3 or you can use a professional that makes moving actually simple. Who are we going to use? But the problem is obviously Tom, but my worry is like you're so far, you're in Orleans. Tom will come to Orleans, he'll go to Russell, he'll go to Clarence Creek, he'll go to west of the Westie Village, wherever it is out there. <laughs> he'll go anywhere for you and make that experience that you were talking about of nervous or a lot of work, make it seem like nothing. Bastion and Ferguson will literally smooth out the easiest move of your life. Wow, even in Orleans, I just can't get over that. Yeah, once you hit 10th line, 11th line, 14th line, he's still coming. He's driving in his brand new Dodge Caravan, carries his family around in, will sell your home. That's what I'm looking for, an easy ride with Bastion and Ferguson. Look them up, he's gonna sell you quick and easy. Soccer snobs, Jason Whiting, worst referee in Ottawa history. Go. Oh my gosh. Oh, this, okay. It's got to be the most corrupt one ever, Sanusi. <laughs> easily, easily. The biggest cheat in the entire city. Uh, Steve O'Kane, the player who you coached that was late the most often. Huffman. Oh, oh yeah, good one. <laughs> one time he was playing video games before an Algonquin game. He was late. He didn't know how to get there. He he got a cab to Lansdowne Park, and he he walked onto the field in the middle of the warm up, and the cab was just sitting there. <laughs> I think I remember that. Yeah. Wasn't Louis? No, Louis was with them though. I think. Sorry, you're right. Louis was with. I think, them. and Louis blamed him. Like it's like Louis's not a human being. You couldn't walk out. But yeah, no, yeah. yeah, Huffman was. Notorious. Okay. Last week, we did Ottawa's underrated players. This week, we got a lot of heat. We got a lot of steam. We got a lot of interest in the best player in Ottawa history. Now, both of you should have your list. We'll have your list. And we've got a big list from the listeners. I'm going to just dive right into it without even moving 
without no. thinking. We know Jonathan no. David. No, no we know Jonathan. I want to get that name out of the way. Okay, we okay. Know. We know Jonathan David's the best. Okay, we know that. So he's the best. Steve O'Kane, do the first best Ottawa player in history that came to your mind. Thank you, Mark, for turning it over to me. But Jay and I want to have an intervention before we start. We need to talk about your mic. You sound like you're Saddam Hussein burrowed in your hole interviewing somebody. It does sound like you're in a cave, like you're in your basement, though, right? A hundred percent. On a seven-year-old laptop, I'm leaning into it, screaming into the Acer logo. Okay, I called, That's what's happening. I called Kwame. So incredible. Yeah, okay, go on, Steve. Sorry, Jay. I called Kwame. Yeah, okay. He wanted nothing to do with this. He said, if you can't take the show serious, like he's not interested, like... Did, did nothing. I called Uncle Ron again, LRO staffing, for all your staffing and consulting needs. <laughs> He's actually individually sponsoring me, but he wasn't too interested, so Jay had to call him. Yeah. Jay, well done. I don't know. No, Steve, do I have to tell him? Yeah, I think you should just like at least wrap it up, and then we'll get on with this. He says, he says your mic is destroying the show because it doesn't sound like you care. I don't until, <laughs> and here's why, because I'm putting this back on the listeners. You get us to 200 listeners next week, I'll buy a mic. That's no. the challenge. I like you that. I kind of like that because why would you invest in something? Hey. That, yeah. Okay. 200 is the magic number. I buy a mic. But well, is it? Are you against going into another part of your home? Yes. Okay. okay I'm good. Here we go. All, All right, right, let's start. I'm, I'm going to start. I'm going to start with women, okay? Because I feel Jay was so good last show, and he brought up Audra. He's great. I have an underrated, and then I have like four top women. I'm going to I'm going to throw them out, and okay. you guys comment. Underrated to to build on last show from my choice. She was at Fury. I coached with her. She definitely, like, she played for Canada. She was amazing. Gina Pacheco. I feel like she's underrated. Like, she, I feel like she was tiki-taka. Like, she was just possession, turn, quick, always moving. Like, I thought she was fantastic as a player. Like, I watched her. I've never seen her coach, but I'm a huge fan of her as a coach. And she's a teacher, too. So, we have that in common. She's, uh, I think she's fantastic. But I, I wish I saw her play. Yeah, I saw her on, on some of the, the the road trips and stuff, and a couple times with W League, like just like I think she did get credit and whatnot. So, but she just like she's not often mentioned in the talk. I'll tell you, as a coach, she's a technical director at Hornets with me, and I've, she's been there about a year or so, and I've learned so much from her. She's an awesome coach. She's yeah. so good with the the kids. Like she's teacher uh, background. Teacher background. That's nice. Yeah. No, yeah. she's amazing. Great call, Steve. Underrated. And then I'm going to go, uh, I've got four, a top four now for, for all time. And, I, and I'm just going to say it to maybe destroy the rest of our show. The women are probably better than the men in Ottawa. I mean, we talked about it last week, like there's a hotbed, but the amount of caps on the next four I'm going to list are like off the chart. So from, from my perspective that I saw kind of, my generation growing up and all that, Daniel Vela should get a mention for sure. Educated left foot. Easy. Easy. You know, yeah. Played, yeah. played indoor with her the last few years. Like she could, she can put her passes on a tee. It's a joy to play with. So smart. Yeah. Uh, Charmaine Hooper from back in the day. Like yeah. just 
an incredible player, 70 plus caps or a hundred plus caps, like unbelievable. I don't even think a lot of people talk about it, but she did get some mention. Yeah. Uh, Christina. She showed Charmaine Hooper totally changed. Like she was one of those that we always talk about. That's an actual soccer player because she was a, a striker for so long. And the last couple of years of her career, she was playing at the back of the center back. Like that's yeah. just a legit soccer player. Yeah. That's it also shows how bad Canada was because they just needed to defend the entire time. <laughs> I, I don't know if they were good at that point, but I like they started to get good after, I guess. But true, she she had a shed full of goals as well pre uh, Christina Sinclair era. Christina Kiss, I went to high school with her. It was yeah. like for, when I watched her play, it was almost too easy. Like I'm not surprised she went on and did what she did. Like she just. It was almost boring watching her in high school and and playing. Like she just, it was like a video game that you're like, this is stupid, and you just you just stop watching. Like that's, it's actually a high comp. Why didn't she play with your? Why didn't she play with your the guys team at that high point. school? It's a good point. She was a few years younger than me, so like she was quite tiny at the time. But uh, you're right. She could have. She should have trained or something to like. So Joe Leafler and Gordy McDonald. <laughs> Like, she must have been taller than them. No offense, guys. Love you. <laughs> You're right. My final one's Christina Julian. I don't know if you guys heard of her. She was with uh, Fury for a while. She was with, uh, I think, PDL or sorry, W League for a bit. 50 caps. I, I found out I actually Googled her because I wanted to know if she was still playing. She played pro hockey and pro soccer at the same time. Wow. Yeah. Pretty really? impressive. Yeah. And wow. uh, in Australia, Germany, like she played for Cologne in Germany. Like, so like there's, there's like some girls who have just, or women or whatever that like their, their amount of caps are like, that's like 200 caps between them right there. Like that's impressive. Yeah, wow. it is. It, it is. Jade, do you have any women or do you want to jump into the first, uh, first man of this, uh, this, this you show? know what? I didn't prepare at all. I don't have a list. I don't even like I'm only thinking about it right now. I'm the opposite of Steve. So Steve prepared for this, and so like I'm just gonna go off the top. Like best soccer player to be born from Ottawa, and the one like not none of the ones that have been talked about in the media, right? It's just ones that kind of we kind of know grassroots style. I have to say Mahir, Mahir Hadjuric. He's got to be up there. Yeah, he's on my list 100%, and he's right up at the top. Like, the technique on that kid was off the chart. And, off the chart. Uh, he did well for himself. He was dedicated to it. And, you, you know, like most top players, they're always with a soccer ball. That kid always had a ball and was always trying to nutmeg me as I was walking by coaching all the time. or yeah. And and he's I think he's still playing in, like, a men's league. He's still in Germany? Yeah, I think he's still there. Wow. So, uh, yeah, he's got to be one of the top, top ones, I'd, I'd say. I, Mark, I knew this was going to happen. Jay, Mark and I are going to destroy you. Yeah. Absolutely. We're going to drop, like, bombs, and you're going to be like, my gym teacher was a good player? Like, you're going <laughs> to. All right, Steve, I'm going to throw it to you. Yeah, I went uh, – I did like an older generation, like when I started, I did like my generation. And then I tried to do obviously a younger one that I coached. So I'll probably miss some of the last five to six years type players. And that's just the way it is. It's, it's the never ending debate. 
we we talked a little bit about it, Mark and I, yesterday because you didn't show up on time, Jay. So we we added in like if you played here for a long period of time and you may not have been born here because so many listeners have, have written in with names like that. I think we should include them, but okay. I can't. Who just got off the plane, played a game here, and then left? Yeah, yeah, okay, that's fair. So I have to go with the first one because to me, this guy was my absolute hero and idol growing up. He was friends with my father. Um, he was he was just incredible. I, I, when I started playing men's men's when I was like sixteen, this guy was like fifty five and played up front with me, and he had the vertical of like a piece of paper and he won every header and he was just the smartest soccer player I've ever seen. Gordon Armstrong. Yes. Yes. He got, yeah. yeah. He's gotten a lot of love. A, lot, gotten of gotten love. a lot of love. Yeah. But he, but he, but he deserves it. Like he, he was a Scotland schoolboy back at home. Uh, like I would just watch him. I actually feel guilty because when I, when I would watch him for so long, like I remember getting called out by my dad and a bunch of them. And they said, who's your favorite player? And at the time I said, Rob Heideg. I loved Rob. He was like young and all these girls were around him. I thought he was cool, but Gordon is, was always my favorite player. Yeah. Gordon like taught me so much and he is such, such a smart player, like always took care of the ball, never a wasted touch. Um, And his, he had like, white hair since he was like five and that always <laughs> intrigued me I, like i was yeah. just couldn't believe how white is it i was like how old is he i thought he was 60 i was like he was like 44 but i was like no he was i would love to see him seen him when he was uh younger yeah even out of this world what an ultimate decoy eh? he was he had white hair like we yeah. called him mr burns the other teams were like who is this guy and then he just killed him yeah and he was hard in the tackle too oh god yeah yeah. Okay, I'm going to jump in here, and I'm just going to get a couple of quick names out of the way because mm-hmm. of kind of the way we're, we're going here. So we know the Jonathan Davids of the world, okay? We know that. And the Lyndon Hooper, I want to give him some love. Obviously, oh, yeah. he was like an absolute legend. Lloyd Barker was mentioned as well. Like, these guys are like different level than kind of what we're talking about here. Like, these guys are like the best. I mean, they're ultimate pros have played pro done all that kind of thing. That's, and they deserve a mention because they are from, uh, you know, from around here and, and, uh, and that. So like those guys, a hundred percent above and beyond this conversation, but now we're going to drop into another one. I'm going to throw a name to you and I want to hear what you think about this name. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to, Skip that name because I don't know how to say it. I'm going to wait for Steve. Okay. But I'm going to one idiot, Freddie Jewett. What do you think? Of yeah. course. Yeah. Definitely. I hated playing against him. You know what I wrote? I, I actually wrote, he's the only one I have parentheses beside with something in it. And I wrote Javi turn. That guy would do that Javi turn with the outside of his right foot where he just shield the ball from you. And like, I, Abs, I would rage. I would get so mad that like you could never, ever get the ball from him. Never. Yeah, he was never. my, he was my Gordon Armstrong. Like when I went to Royals, he yeah. was, you know, up there in age, the coach or whatever. And whenever we're like, he would eat like a Big Mac in his car as he's putting on his, his boots and he would walk onto the field and just win, like just dominate just yeah. anywhere on the field. And I would look, look at this and I'd be like, this is insane. He always looked so angry. Smart. So smart. And I would try and tackle him. I would put my studs everywhere I could. Brian Evans would tell me to just kick him. And I couldn't. And then I then I would get sent off halfway through the game because I just couldn't get him. He was just too smart. 
and he was angry all the time, eh, Mark? Like, he just had a scowl. Like, it's like he's just scowling the whole game and just, like, brushing you off. Like, what do you – why are you even talking to me or, or, or approaching? Yeah. Yeah, he was hard, dude. Like, he was hard. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, like, he was He was an, honestly a, a pleasure to, to train with every day and play with. It was It was awesome. It was, yeah. it was a lot of fun. So I'm going to throw one more name at you from that era. Again, same team. But I don't know if you guys will be on board here because it's a different player. But he got some love, and I hated playing against him. And it was fun to play with him, Marty Louder. What do you think? Yeah. Marty was just a distant athlete and just a presence. He was massive, and he had, like, gorilla arms that would elbow you in the face, as he, and he would yeah. get away with it because he's just I, – I just, like, yeah, I hated playing against him. He was quite – his left foot was fantastic. Um I mean, I'm not gonna say he's a bad player. I don't know if he's up, 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 up there, but he's definitely like he has to be mentioned. I guess. Yeah. yeah, he has to be mentioned. Gorilla Arms is fantastic. When I started, yeah. and I was like a waif, 16 year old, and playing right wing, he was left back, and he he would just always. I just remember it in my in my dreams. It'd be like. I got him. And the like midfielder would just leave me for him. And then he would just engulf me and spit me out. Like he, he was, and he's another one. Like, I, I don't even think he smiles in real life. Like he never smiles. <laughs> I, I've been watching the flash lately and there's a big, big bad guy. And he's a gorilla who gets in your head and his name is Grodd. And that's, those people are listening to flash at home these guys are giving me grief because i I missed the show taping last night because i fell asleep watching like the 64th episode of flash with my family and so uh i'm gonna just let them have their their go but i'm just gonna say he's grod google it that's see your list is terrible you're talking about the flash like what is this where where are you right now i don't know keep going cool i'm gonna give you one mark yeah i'll I'll give you i'll give you two because uh some of the older so some of the old maybe i'll I'll throw a few older guys out because we got a lot of mentions from uh like we had some some big time ottawa soccer people commenting like it made me pretty proud to to see that kind of feedback that came into us. Like Steve Benzix was commenting, Gord Smith was commenting, Brian Evans. Uh, and, and they brought up some of the older generation that we don't know. Uh, guys like Nino Flamini, you know, like played for St. Anthony's. Flamini's dad. Yeah, Flamini's dad. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and, he, and he got a lot of love, Jay. Like I, I heard like from a lot of people, he's an absolute must. Like yeah, I never saw him. I heard but, stories. Yeah. So you, we got to throw throw some of them out. Actually, Steph Flamini. Hold on, a story about Nino. When we uh, at Algonquin, we won. Um, we came back against Humber. Oh yeah. Down there, nothing, and you that speech. It's like, you know, I forget what you said, but it was like amazing. Everyone came out. Jay Jay uh, Doggy was a legend, and then Flamini scored. I think oh, the yeah. winner, the throw in. Yeah. And then his dad doesn't go and hug him. His dad with a cigarette. Ashing outside of his mouth, like 15 centimeters long, it still wouldn't fall. And he's wearing like a slippers from like uh, straight from Italy, and like they're like perfectly like moistened leather. And he jumped on me with a cigarette in my ear, and I just remember squeezing him so hard, like it was like everyone was celebrating. That was that was amazing. Nino Flamini, I didn't he I should be shining his shoes. I didn't know he was that good when I hugged him. 
It's true. It's true. What passion, eh? I mean, I'm going to give you the guy Mark can't pronounce. He calls him Packerman, but it's Pete Pakeman, Peter Pakeman. <laughs> I know. Like he's a middle linebacker. He's a middle linebacker for the Colts in Mark. Oh my gosh. That is so good. Yeah, but how I don't Peter know. Pakeman. I don't know that name. I don't know him. Was he, was he, he was up there like legit. Yeah, old, old school Falcon. I, I believe he went to Cornell. He's a doctor. Yes. I'll, yes. I'll give you a story that, doesn't even tell you that oh, he's the best player, but it's yeah. a great story. Uh, I'm playing with them, Falcons, and we're playing at Maryville High School, and it's getting feisty. And he is the only guy I've ever met who accelerates through tackles. Like his tackling ability is is ridiculous. So he he accelerates through this guy who was just being a jerk. The guy falls down. He's down. He's choking. He's swallowing his tongue. Apparently you can't swallow your tongue, my wife says, but whatever. He's he's swallowing his tongue like it's yeah, yeah he's choking or whatever. He's just choking. Everybody's freaking out. There's a, a fight spell trap. Everybody's mad at Peter, but he's a doctor. So he jumps on top of the guy. And like four of their teammates come flying over because they, they they think he's gonna beat him up. He reaches into the guy's throat, pulls his tongue out, saves his life, and gets absolutely obliterated by like four guys who think he's trying to <laughs> <pick him up. laughs> I just went home and sucked my thumb. Yeah, that is honestly, I remember hearing that story. I wasn't there, but oh, I would have died to see that. Great, great player though. Okay, I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw a couple names at you. I'm gonna throw an older player and a younger player, and I just want you to talk about each player. Okay, okay. so the first older one I want to talk about. Okay, for me, having played with him a ton, this guy, like when you see him on, in your team, you're just like we're good. Like, it's one of those, like, thank God he's here. Like, we're good. Declan Bonner. Okay. That's my first one. Yeah. Second one is just for me. And again, I played with him a bit and you guys coached him and the guy's just an absolute legend still is Justin Dassa. So those two names oh, for me yeah. are just like, I don't know. I'm throwing them to you. So Jay, I'm going to throw you Dassa. Dassa. Uh, Dassa to me is unbelievable. I remember playing against him when he was younger yeah, uh, I, I, I think he was going to Birmingham or something, some rumor, and he was like, "God, he was he was just too good. It was impossible to stop him. His technique, his acceleration with the ball, uh, his ability to turn uh, off a defender with his back to goal, I thought was uh, fantastic. And his impressions of Bill Cosby and or Huffman are second to none." He's a quiet – like, he's just so – yeah, honestly, he's up there with Fury. How many games did he win us? Like, he was just so good. So good. Yeah, that's – never, never, never complained when he would have a spell on the bench. Not a word. Just yeah. comes to training, plays, does – then he gets his five minutes on the field, goal or great assist, and it's like – he was just a luxury. Did he ever, that, he ever on the bench? Yeah, we started him on the bench. We're an, we're idiots. Really? I don't yeah, know. we're we're idiots. He started the first few games with us on the bench. Like that, we're dumb. Like that, that guy epitomizes the word class. Like he yeah, as a who player, played in front of him. Who played in front of him? The Rigbys. Oh, both Rigbys. You know, Matt Rigby is an underrated legend, though. I have Very to say. Yeah. Agreed. Totally wow. Agreed. Okay. So, Steve, I'm going to throw you Declan Bonner. Oh God, Declan was was uh, 
it was a few years older than me. Like, so I, I'd seen him through the whole high school. Like I just looked up to him. He was like the cool guy. Like he would just stroll around. I saw him once in Toronto at a concert. I just, I just like latched onto him like a groupie and wanted to hang out and like talk about his hair. It was like, it's like Jay's hair, perfect hair. But that, Mark's right. Like you see that guy on the other side, you, you're just, you know, he's cover ground. He's going to win everything in the air. He's probably going to score because he's underrated skill, and he's and he's just covering like ground. Like that guy could just play. He he, he pretty much had it all. Like very similar to Dasa in the fact that they they were so well rounded. Um, I have to give a little shout to Dasa. Dasa yeah. to me has got to be in a top five or ten. Dasa was, you know, he he was like Jay said, his ability to turn shield, keep a ball. He played center mid, and and he just his intelligence in there. He changed things for us when we finally smartened up and put him in. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Steve. Do you want to rip one off your list? Yeah, let's go. Uh, I'm. Uh, I'll, I'll give a couple of other ones that I'll just I'll just throw out, but I won't. We don't need to necessarily talk about. Uh, there's a couple that that were really good back in the day. They got some shouts. Julian Loy, Ricky Curran. Ricky Curran was just an absolute mess all over the field but like unbelievable player yeah um davy mcfall for me is an old-time player I, I thought like closest thing i've seen to roy Keane. he was he was he was so good he he kicked me once because i celebrated at my father's tournament like <laughs> i scored a goal and i was 18 i took my shirt off i ran down the sidelines yeah. i threw my shirt i was so excited i came back on the field the ball went in the air and he put his cleat into my rib cage and that's still scarred. First of all, you said cleats, which I'll ignore. But you threw your shirt oh. off. That was the winning goal. It was the best. And your mom was there at your dad's tournament. And your mom yelled out, Steven, put your shirt back on. <laughs> best ever. Even some of the royals were laughing. It was like the best ever. And that's true. I'm not even making that up. That was it's one true. of the best. It's true. And then oh, he got yeah. me good. But he's not good because he kicked me. He's good because he could play. So uh, okay, I'll, I'll throw out a name from uh, from my area, which would be our era. Um, good, good friend, but great player, Mike Crusoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've heard other people who don't even necessarily are, aren't friends with him say that guy is just unbelievable, just a goal scorer. Yeah, yeah. I, he came to the Royals when I was there towards like the tail end of his career, and you could still see like in training is just like, it's just easy. It was like second nature. You know, when people yeah. just pass the ball in the net over and over and over and you're like, it's, it's stupid and boring. Yeah. That's what he was like. He was unreal. Just another one of the great players that came to Royals and, uh, and sat on the bench for most of the time because of the, uh, you know, the way it was back then, like Declan, we were talking about Declan. Declan was ruined by the Royals. He left and retired like seven years too soon because of all that garbage and, and really? Crusoe, oh, big time. They did. They stopped playing him. He sat on the bench. We, he would drive, drive to Toronto for an Ontario Cup game, and Mr. Toronto would come in. They'd sign you. Declan sat on the bench 90 minutes, went home. Like, does that, and he's better than half of those guys. He's better than 10. He's better than all those guys. But the same thing happened to Caruso, and, and hmm. he came, barely played. And yeah, it was a, but anyway, that guy was a, a beauty. Yeah, he, like, uh, yeah. As a striker for me, watching that guy. Yeah, I pl I played with him, and uh, and he was a year older than me, and it's a little like Declan, like I looked up to him. He, he went to France to play, I, I believe, he even got offered to stay, and he didn't stay. He uh, he he just like Jay said, he just scored, but uh, 
he's on my list because like he, there were games where he would drop back and play center mid or he'd have to go play on the right wing or we get a man sent off and he could just fit in seamlessly and he just did the job like a true true soccer player like i wouldn't say an athlete you know he's just he just knows soccer he just knows how to read the game by by the way mark he played for every freaking team in ottawa like <laughs> he was like a used pylon or something he just like, <laughs> played for everybody make your mind up yeah you know what steve me and you falcons till we die like just loyalty there mark what about you just on, while we're on this topic were you a royal the whole way through I, I was a Hornet my whole life. And then when it came to men's, I played one year men's Hornets. And then uh, I went to Royals after that and like played with some great players, played in some great games and all that stuff. But it ruined me. Like I, I sat on the bench most of the time, you know, it's, to crack that lineup. I mean, you had to have some sort of connection yeah. with that little core. And if you didn't have it, you just didn't play. Because you were so, you were a prolific goal scorer at the University I, of it. You know what? I was going to say that, like, I, I scored a lot of goals at Carleton in that specific system. But in summer soccer, I was never really that prolific, whether it was, like, my fitness or whatever. Like, I just I, – I was not a good soccer player until I until I played at Carleton. That, that's kind of the way I look crazy. at it. That's crazy. Yeah, you, it, I've seen you play. Like, you're, you're, you're an amazing goal scorer. Yeah. Let's stop the Mark Love. Let's get on okay. with it. I'm going to name two names that both of you coached. And these are literally, I would argue, could be the top two of this list is Martin John and Eddie Edward. I mean, those two players are, you can't get better than that, can you? Well, Eddie, I think, arguably could be the best. He went from born in Ottawa straight to the MLS. I don't know anybody else who did that from Ottawa that played in MLS. <laughs> Lloyd uh, Barker, uh, Lloyd Barker, Jay. He did. Lloyd Barker. He was, yeah, but he's was Montreal. Back. He's Montreal. Okay, I thought he was here. Anyway, keep going. Sorry. Yeah, I, Eddie to me is is obviously one of the best. And for my list that I didn't make up, he was the one that I was gonna <laughs> gonna say. And Martin John, left foot, unbelievable player. I, I question his attitude, but maybe I should be questioned because he actually did end up playing at a high level at Cardiff, I believe. Uh, and so, yeah. but I, that's the only thing I questioned from him, but I, cause that's only, cause I really wanted him to go far. I thought he, I wish I had an ounce of his ability, you know? Yeah. yeah. Eddie has to be, Eddie has to be on a, any top five, top 10 we would do here or, or, or in the, in the conversation, easy, everything Jay said, Great ads. I just remember the, like the first tournament I ever coached him. Um, we won the first two games and we're just, we were going for like, like McDonald's and we didn't know where Eddie was. He was off at the scoreboard, like this plastic or sorry, this uh, cardboard scoreboard that these like Americans had. And he found out that we were, we had automatically qualified on goal difference. We, we couldn't find him. He came flying back. He was so happy, like everybody else on the bus. And he wanted to make sure we were through like, just that just showed like, the guy's a winner. And, Mark and he wasn't the best player on that team. No disrespect no. to Eddie. That's how good the team was. But yeah. that's credit to Eddie's work rate. And yeah. he ended up being the best. Like, Remember they called him, we called him Heskey at first because he, he yes. looked clumsy. <laughs> yeah. He looked clumsy and now he's like, he made money playing soccer. Martin, John Jay, you're right to question him. Uh, I'll start off with the positives. He like that, that guy's skill and ability might arguably be the, the best that's ever come through. I think that's why Mark's throwing him out there. That's why I had him on the list. Like 
he had absolutely everything that you want. Like there's nothing he didn't have. The, the problem with him is he would calculate exactly to the percentile how much effort he needed to get to a ball, to win a ball. Like if he needed 53.2%, his brain would, would say 53.2%. He would never, yes, yes. never stumble a hundred percent. And and I think that's why he never went even further. I mean, he, with that attitude, he got to Cardiff and played in a league cup, uh, like 120 minutes. If he had the attitude of an Eddie sky was the limit for him for sure. Yeah. 100%. Agreed. Didn't he go? I'm going to name two quick names. Now though, two quick names, two Dennis's just to run over because we're getting a lot of love from the Dennis Taylor. It was questionable whether he's an Ottawa guy or not, but he got so much love via social media that I wanted to mention his name. I never saw him. I don't know him, but maybe you guys do. Yeah, Jay Adam, uh, when you asked a couple weeks ago, best player you ever played with. Okay. Dennis yeah, Silva, I, I, what do you think? Dennis Silva? Definitely yeah. a quality player. Like, I only saw him when he was uh, older, and if – I mean, I just could, I could imagine him as a younger player. It would be incredible, like, technique. Uh, I, I think he's in the middle, just, like, very, very intelligent. But I only saw him, like, like 30 and up. And up, you know. I feel like Dennis Silva like skipped around the field. He had like this like hop that just like he would just skip around, and you're like, how's he doing that? Like I don't know if Iniesta is a good call or not. He just kind of skipped around, and he would just loop in and, and dribble, and like, and all of a sudden you're like, who was that? And it was just he's just who did he play with? Lusitania. Lusitania, the Portuguese that are half not Portuguese. <laughs> like where? Like who else is on that team? Like I don't even like I'm trying to think. I can't remember off no. the top of my head, but he was clearly a standout. Yeah. 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 Steve, any more from your uh, from your list? Yeah, I have to talk about this guy, and, and I don't want to because he's going to text me, email me. He's probably going to show up at my door, and, and he's going to have that smile that we all want to like just slap off his face. But if if I'm going with the list and, and the amount of stuff that we want together, I have to say Will Boje. He was like it's the powerhouse he had he had a great attitude which is some people might question sometimes with him because he, he had a bit of an edge and he would he would say stuff and he would he would be confrontational a lot one time he told me that pdl he, he he came up to me told me the british guys don't like him the british guys hate me united kingdom doesn't like will boge and i was like well <laughs> shut up like they, they didn't pass you the ball one time but it was just based purely on his hunger like he wanted the ball he wanted to score he always showed up for us i mean at algonquin it was another level like jay mentioned that i think the last show he he scored goals at just one games he did the same at pdl like he was at san jose earthquakes for a while i mean i feel like if he had coaching when he was 12 13 uh maybe or maybe after that that phase, uh, he he could have gone even farther than he did. Um, and I think he's unlucky he didn't go farther. I, I would have probably put, brought him into the NASL the first year just based on his accomplishments. And and, and I think he deserved a shot uh, that he maybe didn't get. But he to me, he has to be on the list. 100%. 100%. Just his work rate alone. and uh, But also like his his hunger, his power. Yes, yeah. his, his just just driving through defenders and, and, and driving to areas that no one would go. He just make that extra effort, and he'd he'd be there. Um, I have to add on to that, Kenny Caseros. If we're talking guys who, because I think Kenny, you know, went to NASL and he, obviously quality player. I think at seventeen he was a, like a captain of the, an American team that went overseas and, and played in an uh, international tournament. 
Kenny's got to be up there too with that with the Steve's crew. What a team you had, Steve! Like what a yeah. team you had. I'm gonna. I'm like gonna. How close were you winning the like the nationals or whatever in the states for Fury? We were we were close. Like I'll make an excuse and everything's excuses. We didn't have Martin John when we went down there, and and for that team we didn't. We needed the depth, and we got beat by a really good team from Miami. But I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw something out at both of you. Maybe Mark doesn't know them all as well, although he knows them through PDL. I would say, in my in my estimation, like it's very difficult to do this show and best ever. And if you want to go best generation, for me, that's the best generation. Uh, if I, I'm going to throw more names at you from that generation, Adrian Leroy, Jamar Dixon, Jansen Blake, Phil Sangster, uh, Tyler Rose, when he was younger, was was a phenomenal player before his knee injury. Like that's all the same generation. I, Matt Rigby, like Phil Apollon, the, the, these guys, like the depth in that generation and what they went on to do is. I don't know if I don't know if there's a better group. Will was even in that generation and in play fury. So it's like it's tough to beat the amount of quality that came out of that. Yeah, so true. Yeah, and most of the players in that team and like are it's funny because they're not known around like the OCSL. Right. Like, you know, That's if you right. talk like OCSL circle at a pub or whatever, nobody knows who they are because they never went into that. They just went past it. Yeah. Like they skipped it. They yeah. played youth yeah. and then they played either professional or university or they were gone. So nobody really knows those names. But those are literally the best soccer players that ever came out of Ottawa. Like That's a whole group of them. A great call. Yeah. That's a good call, Mark. It, it, it's true that you miss that. It's I, there was one point where, like, I was off, off. Like, I was so excited. I had that team with the Rigbys and the Kennys and the Eddies, and we were supposed to combine with the age group above, which was the Phil Sangster, the Phil Apple, and the Jansen Blake. I didn't even mention like Gareth Pugh, Sam Mayhew. I was supposed to combine those and make a U twenty team. Uh, I don't think there would have been a better team ever in Ottawa. I really don't, especially at the youth level. Though those guys, if they actually were combined like we were supposed to do. And, and for a lot of different reasons, it didn't happen. I don't know. I, I didn't even need to be there. They would have just strolled out on the field and, and won games. No problem. Um, yeah, definitely. That team, Gareth Pugh. Yeah. Just scored. And Sam May- Mayhew scored a lot of goals. Oh, I remember him being like, what fantastic. a player. Yeah. And we beat that Royals team mark at, at Lansdowne once and they made excuses. It was a training game and whatnot. And, you know, to their credit, they're, they're probably right. But just the fact that that team held like hung in there with a team like that, that's impressive. I mean, those kids were 17 at the time. Yeah, I think I played in that game, to be honest. Yeah, I, think that, I, think that's why we, I think that's why we won. Yeah. I actually got one more story. I'm, I'm, I'm going to U-turn. Just give it to, no, just give it to me. Let me do one more story. We, we played that, that group of guys played yeah. against the PDL team of the time. So all these guys from out of town were winning 1-0 at halftime. They needed players. They took Eddie Edward onto their team for the second half. And Eddie scored against us to tie 1-1. So, in essence, I feel like we won 2-0 because both our guys, like, all our guys just did the business. That's amazing. Yeah. Who, who, yeah who's the coach a, of PDL? Yeah, different generation. That time it was Colin McCurdy. Legend. Okay, yeah, go on. Go, Mark. Okay, I'm going to U-turn back to a, a, a few names that are a bit um, – actually, you know what? First, I'm going to throw out some younger names, okay? Younger names. Antoine Coupland, I don't know if I said that right. Yeah, Do you, you guys did. know that name? Steve the Co- young Futuro guy who plays for. Oh um, no, no, sorry, this is I didn't. Uh, he's now he's, he's, yeah, yeah, no, he's. He, 
just signed for he's like fine for Atletico Ottawa. Yes, he's like yeah, a young yeah. Fitero guy. He played for yeah. yeah. So he's got it. I mean, he hasn't achieved. I mean, he has. But still young. Cam Shaw. Do you know Cam Shaw? Yes. Yeah, very well. yeah. Great player. Very dynamic. intelligent. Very dynamic Sit, as well. Around. Yeah, yeah. I love him. Brave. Jaden Vilfort as well. You know what? I was going to say his dad, God rest his soul, was underrated. Did we talk about it? James Vilfort was a player. Yeah, he was kid. underrated. And even as an old timer, he was a bit heavy. He was still good. I hated, but he was, imagine he could have been a pro easily. Yeah. I don't yeah, know what could. happened, but he could have been a pro. Yeah, 100%. I don't think his son is as good as him. Yeah, 100%. I'm going to name, yeah, two names Dan Daganuti and Johnny Skata. What do you think? Both quality. Deganuti's left foot, and he just said, find a way to win. He's so smart. Just a crafty, polished espresso. He's just hated. I always sometimes I was on the right wing, which I never should have been on. Any coach put me there as an idiot. Um, and playing against him, I, I just couldn't couldn't do it. He's just too so quick, so fit, so smart. That left foot. Had a brain inside of it, and it was amazing. And the other one was uh, Johnny Shkeda. I never played with him in his – I think he just came back from injury, but I heard stories, and I know I played against him, and he just scored the weirdest, most frustrating goals you get, you get scored against, but amazing, amazing player. Johnny Shkeda is arguably the best finisher I think ever. Like, I didn't see Nino Flamini. I believe he was a forward. Yeah. Mark, you could just bury Mike Crusoe. But it, like, if you just go with the pure finishing technique, like just a fox in the box or a an Inzaghi type, Johnny Shada w- would score you that goal. If he has a chance, it's going in the net. Uh, Dan Diganuti, <laughs> yeah, I know him. Great guy. He, he is. He's almost too cool to be a soccer player. He has a walk that looks like he's on one of those elevator escalators where he's just hovered <laughs> and i and i and i why i just stare at him sideways all the time thinking like this guy is he's too cool to be a soccer player but his work rate is is absolutely phenomenal that guy that guy and i have had some battles and uh and and you can't not have him on on this on this list but he just finds a way to win too he's yeah. very like he I like that. you know the last minute he just finds a way to win he finds yeah a way to win. he's got that italian like just like you just you could have the worst game of 89 minutes and defend and you just scrap out a win and, and you're through to the next round exactly exactly yeah good one yeah agreed yeah so i'm going to throw you this abe osman could be could arguably could be the best. Like, could be the. Mm-hmm. We're stepping all over each other right or now. Take charge. You're the boss. Take charge. You know, it- <laughs> Jay, you've now become captain. <laughs> you get the band. I love you that. You know what? I love it. Yeah. No. You are captain of the show. Joe, Joe Leaflor could have been. One of the best. Yes, so I never, yeah. I never talked about Abe. Abe, Abe is on the list. Like we, we're gonna have to do a list and 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 narrow down some of these names. Abe is on the list of what he accomplished. He played Lusitania when he's younger. I was at Algonquin playing soccer. He was an All Canadian basketball player. If we had him, easily we would have won. He didn't, even, he didn't even play soccer at Algonquin. And he went on to Wizards, which is stupid, which is stupid by the way. Yeah, he should have played. He, he's. 
he's underrated for his intelligence. He, I've seen him play center back and dominate games because people are used to seeing him up front scoring goals. Um, and he's underrated for his unselfishness as well. Like he, he is a goal scorer, but he will never not pass you if you're in a better position. Yeah, unbelievable player. I hate playing against him. Okay, let's see. Joe Leifler. I'm going to name you Joe Leifler. God rest his soul. He would. Yeah, Joe Leifler. Unbelievable. Like just uh, fit as a fiddle, and I think he tried to go on uh, in England and stuff like that. But uh, I, I think what he did for Algonquin, I think he won a national title, 2002. Yeah. No, no, um, no he wasn't on that. No. No. Oh. Well, he should have. Sorry, no, Jay. I shouldn't say no to you, but no. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, he is quality anyway. Unbelievable player. Yeah, and two more. Okay, two more, because we're uh, we're pushing time here. Laddie Bushiri, Pavel Kankura. Those two names I wanted to get off my list. Big Laddie. Uh, yeah, him and I used to do some French rap. Un, deux, trois, quatre, cinq, six, sept. Où est le blanc bicyclette? And I used to get the guys going with that. Laddie, that's a shout to you. Laddie, unbelievable center back, smooth left foot, just, but he could lose his head. And it's rich coming from me saying that, but he could lose his head in a game and, and cost you like to get a card with a two foot tackle in someone's soul. But he didn't do that often. But when he did, like it was like thunder. It was like, but I yeah, Laddie's massive, massive player. Yeah, I played with Pavel uh, when he was when he was young. Uh, I'm a few years older, and he was coming in through the the men's league at the time. Like you said, Mark, he was one who went through OCSL. He he had a he had a lot. He was a winner. He he could cover ground. His he was fit. Like that guy was like arm fit and. Yeah. And he had he had fantastic technique, and he just he just never stopped. He just buzzed. He buzzed everywhere. I just remember that he's he's on the right, left, center. He's just all over the place, and he and he was just a good, good, solid player. He's got to be up there. I can't believe we didn't mention him earlier. He's definitely like a very successful Ottawa talent. And uh, oh yeah, I mean he went on. He played in the Czech second division. He was on a full ride at a D one school. I mean he he was. You know he he's he was the real deal for me. Like not many people that are better soccer players than him. I think when yeah. you do these uh, these like who's the best ever, you, you you start to forget guys like Pavel who maybe stopped playing OCSL early, or you may have seen them, or like a Mike Caruso stopped playing soccer early, and you know some of the, you start to forget them because they haven't been around. But it, it doesn't mean that they weren't when they were at their top, the top. Yeah. 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 Good point. Yeah. Can I can I throw out three before we cut this because we forgot oh, three yeah. three top the last ones three the last okay. three names let's hit them out this is the worst the worst slash best show first of all uh, quickly I played Friday it's the first time I played in months what an unbelievable feeling and I I stayed after for like five hours in the parking lot talking like that's exactly where these guys live these guys are legends they live in those beer talks <laughs> you know or just sitting around someone's car like like how fun is that like it's yeah. just unbelievable and and we have these same conversations so three we're missing and we're when we should have mentioned them earlier louis lagakis marco natoli and oh, hoffman wow. ijitabe arguably three that could be in your top 10 and, and right up at the top if if i'm picking i'm having a tough time picking between me here louis eddie 
uh, Will and and Gordon Armstrong, some of the older guys. I'm not giving my generation enough love. Louis was just a winner. He went to Greece. He played over there. Two national titles at Algonquin. I know for some that may not mean as much, but he he was just he he had everything. I'll give a, a very quick story. We played a a U20 uh, Honduras team when they were here for that U20 World Cup. Louis played. Uh, and he was the best player in the park. So that that speaks volume to his ability. Marco Natoli, I never played with. I I played against uh, when he was coming through. I've I've seen him. I I haven't coached him. Uh, that guy arguably is another one that could be the best ever. He may not have gone to Europe, but his his skill and ability is fantastic. We talked about Martin John and technique, but Huffman's technique and skill, just that alone, I think is top that's ever come from Ottawa. Like he, what he couldn't do with the ball. Um, so just three class players. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. I, Jay, any word on those three? I agree with all of them. And I think we should move the show on. Cause I, I those like what, what better three to end with? Cause they're all amazing. Yeah. It, it is ironic that we started with Louis and Huffman talking about being late. Yeah. Yeah. And they were ending with them being the best players. <laughs> oh, what a full circle, Jay. That's why you're captain. I, I, I yes. will never, you I'm know. Back. He's back. Like and now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit you with a couple of rapid fires and a couple of would you rathers. I'm not going to go uh, as long as we normally do, but we're going to do it. So this is going to suck, this question, for both of you. But... You will have only five seconds to answer. If you don't answer, I buzz you up. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to start with Jay. If yeah. you're starting your own pro club and every Ottawa player is in his prime, who's your first pick in a draft? Oh my God. Every Ottawa player is in their prime? Yeah. Uh, uh, Laddie. Wow. Great call, Steve. Steve's face of of, <laughs> of uh, is killing me right now. The time Steve, killed me. The time you killed. got five seconds. Eddie, Eddie Edward. Wow. Oh. Well done. Okay. Thierry Henry or Rude Van Nistelrooy. Thierry Henry. Hate Man Braves of Man United. I'm not never going to pick a Man United player, and and Henry in his prime. <laughs> Just electric, so fun to watch. If you had to listen to one of these two talk for 24 hours straight, who would it be, Mark or Phil Dos Santos? Mark Dos Santos. Mark. And don't ever would say John, that again, Steve. Dos Santos. He's Portuguese, Jay. <laughs> yeah. Would John Pugh ever listen to this radio show? No. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Maybe if it's... Would you rather... Okay, here's a would you rather. I'm going to throw it out. Would you rather live in North Korea for one month or be Sean Deitch's beard barber for the rest of your life? <laughs> God, you're just trying to get me on Sean Dyche's team once. Okay, I'll do the Sean Dyche Barber thing for that, for sure. I, I pick Sean Dyche Barber. I, I'd, I'd like to listen to his stories. Oh. Okay. Here's, I'm going to throw it back to a rapid fire. Your favorite <laughs> soccer field in Ottawa to play on? Ottawa U, 
uh, Matt Anthony Field. I think the one, you know, it's like enclosed. Yeah, yeah. It's the original yeah. one. Yeah, the, with the turf. That's my favorite. Really, eh? Osdome easy. Like that That grass is, it, it, it's like heal, it has like healing power for me. <laughs> right before a game, would you rather drink a two liter bottle of Purple Crush or a Big <laughs> Mac and fries? Oh my God. Has to be Purple Crush. The Big Mac would destroy me. Oh, God. Yeah, Purple Crush, I think. The Big Mac is too much. Yeah. Is there a cicada in your pocket? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually in the flash, though. You're you're in the Elmont wilderness right now. There's dogs barking. <laughs> there's bugs chirping. Cicada killed me. Okay, would you rather your wife be known as the worst referee in Ottawa or your son's dream is to be a linesman in the CPL. <laughs> My wife as the coach, uh, the, the ref, sorry. Yeah. Wife yeah. is the wife is the ref. Great. That's an incredible question. Okay. Last. Would you rather, would you rather, okay. You're shrunk down the size of an ant. Would you rather live in Fellaini's hair or Daish's goatee? <laughs> Fellaini's hair. Nothing through near his, Daish's mouth. No. <laughs> Fellaini's hair for sure. I'm not sure Fellaini washes his hair. I, I'm going to go with Daish's goatee because he's still at games and stuff. I don't even know if Fellaini's playing anymore. <laughs> he's in China. He's doing well for himself. Uh, who isn't in China? Probably right now, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's it. So Steve is up two to one in this quiz of random stupidity. Okay. Now here's the quiz question. How long has SpongeBob SquarePants been on the air in years? Jay, you go first. I'd say 21. Sorry, Steve. He nailed it. What? <laughs> what? He nailed it. 21 years on the air. What? I think you planned that. No, you planned that. That is fantastic. You smoked <laughs> Stop doing that. Oh okay, I, so sorry, go ahead, Jay. No, I thought you were gonna bring up the I, I really wanted you to bring up the kneeling in the NHL. I guess we're gonna talk about that another time. How cowardly yeah. are NHL hockey players, bunch of losers, and it's fitting to talk on soccer snobs. Every sport in the world is kneeling, everyone's kneeling. Everyone, referees, everyone. And in hockey, I, what, three guys are kneeling in support? They're heroes? It's a hockey? disgrace. It really is a disgrace. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It's it's how dumb are they? Like, like, it's so yeah. like everyone's they watched, doing it. Yeah, but they watched all these other sports? It's ridiculous. That's the problem yeah. with hockey. It's very insular. They don't they think they're the most important in the world. Nobody cares about hockey outside of Canada. Maybe Russia knows uh, other Slavic uh, countries or uh, the Northern European countries, but it's like sure, sure. really no one cares. Yeah. And the, I throw and a it, challenge out to No Holds Bar to have Jason Whiting on their show to discuss this topic next week. Oof. He needs to get this out long are there, form. Are there hockey lovers on that show? I don't know. I, I like hockey. I just, I totally agree with what you're saying. Do you guys I remember when I hate the NHL? Do you remember, Jay? And I don't know if you watched it, Mark, when the, it was like the first 
Premier League game back and they did the Black Lives Matter and the ref blows his whistle and they all kneel down and Mane shot down the yes. side of the field like as fast as he could. <laughs> good. <laughs> so good. And he yeah. had to come back. Yeah, that, and he laughed at himself. That was amazing. But that there's your point. First of all, every team had a Black Lives Matter shirt. Every team kneeled to this, yeah. even to now, they all kneel. Like yeah. until the end of the premiership, they all kneeled every yeah. single game. Everyone. Yeah. But Good hockey, point. lovable losers. Last place team gets the pick. Here we go. <laughs> I love ending it on this note. Yeah. But you know what? We're going to flip it around. Okay. Here we go. We are going to get a poll going on the Cap City Beats website. A okay. poll for every listener to go on and vote for their best soccer player in auto history. Okay. We want you guys to vote for the best player in auto history so we have a clear winner to talk about next week. Love it. I love it. Yeah, can we're we going to take – yeah, we can vote. We're, we're going to – we all agreed Jonathan David's probably top. We're gonna take he won't him be out. included. Yeah, him and, him and Lyndon Hooper will not be included. Yeah, we're well, gonna, then maybe we're we should gonna... do a first eleven. Maybe we should do a first eleven because Jonathan David should be included. Now he is part of it. What? You know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. like we just can't talk about him now because you'll. I mean, we already had a whole show on him, I guess. But maybe at a first eleven. Yeah, that's another good idea. We'll do Great. the poll, and and we'll we'll go. For, we'll narrow the poll to like six or ten or five or something. Because how can you compare by position? Like, Mark, you're a striker. Steve, you're a midfielder. Like, I can't, I can't even argue between you two. Yeah, but you can't even argue over the generations, right? It's like it's very subjective. The whole thing's subjective. So it's just, it's it's just in fun. You can't you can't argue a left back over a right back. Like you can't argue someone from the '70s over the over the 2000s. Really, it's it's just subjective opinion. Yeah. So we'll go yeah, with that, and then we'll have a, you know what? We'll have a full show once on the best eleven of soccer uh, yeah. in Ottawa. That's yeah. a that's a show. That's a good one. Good idea, Jay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we'll get Perfect. that poll up. Just no okay. no hockey no hockey players allowed to vote. And stop listening to the show. <laughs> All right, love it. Thanks, yeah. guys. See okay. you later. See ya. Wouldn't wanna be ya. I can't press. I can't press the, the stop recording button. I'm not kidding. Here we go. Thanks very much for listening today. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast and of course, leave us a five-star review. If you want to get in touch, you'll find us on Instagram at SoccerSnob1, on Twitter at SoccerSnobs1, by searching for us on Facebook, and of course on the web at www.soccersnobs.ca backslash listen. You can leave us your opinion, give us any comments, and if that's where you want to get nasty, feel free to do so.